Hello and welcome back to day three of the Dream Partner Blueprint. Today we are going to talk about how to get rid of ghosters and non-committal men for good, which I know is what all of you are wondering because, girl, let me tell you, there is nothing that sucks more than really being into a guy and then he ghosts you or he says, I'm not looking for anything serious. I, I don't want commitment. I don't really know what I want right now. I'm just going with the flow. I just want to have a good time. It sucks. And honestly, when we're really into someone and they ghost us or they do the slow fade where they sort of quietly show themselves out of the door, they become distant, they start to withdraw, their texts and their contact becomes less frequent, and there's no explanation for this whatsoever, by the way, it really sucks because often it leaves us feeling really out of control. We feel powerless to do anything about it, and for most of us, it can often lead us to wondering if we did something wrong. If we fuck something up, is there something wrong with us? Why would this person out of nowhere fall off the face of the earth, start to do the slow fade, or all of a sudden become non-committal? So let's address that today. Because while we can feel really powerless to impact or influence this from happening in our lives or to change this scenario, what if I told you that you weren't actually as powerless as you may have felt or that you may feel? As in, more of this is in your hands than you're actually aware of. And I'm going to share with you how that's the case today. So the, the, the principle that I'm going to share with you is going to reveal how you actually have more control in these situations when you're in early dating scenarios and even when you're talking about commitment then you actually thought you had. So let's get into it. Let's talk about how to eliminate ghosters and non-committal men from your field of awareness, from your real life lived experience. And I'm going to give you one thing, just one thing that is insanely simple that if you really take a moment in this live and like truly listen put down anything else you're working on, really, really take this in, you will get how this actually works. All right, so the one thing that I wanna share with you is that there's one key principle in how all of this works. And you might be asking, how can I sit here and say that we have control in seeing the ghosters and non-committal men out the door. And I want to share with you that this whole thing is about energy. This whole game of life and love and dating is all about energy. And when we really, really understand that, and when we try it on for ourselves, we see how it works. So I'm going to break this down into two parts. We have the inner work and we have the outer expression. All right, so let's start with the inner work in this. The one principle that I'm going to share with you today is called the mirror principle. You may have heard of this. And if you have, then you probably know how it works. But I want you to pause and take a moment and see how this could apply to your dating and love life. 
So the mirror principle states that our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. And that makes it really, really easy to see the thoughts we think, the beliefs we believe, the feelings we feel, purely by looking at our results and our circumstances outside of us. So let's stick with the example of dating. What does your dating life look like right now? What kinds of men are you attracting into your life? How do you feel in dating? When you really step back to look at what's happening outside of you, it's going to give you major insight about what's happening inside of you. So when we talk about the mirror principle and you get really, really clear that everything that's happening on the outside is a mere reflection of how you relate to yourself, then you're going to see and feel your power to create exactly what you want. Now, let me just say that when we start using this principle for the first time, sometimes it can be a little prickly because when I actually realized how things work and that this whole game is rigged and that it's actually rigged in my favor, which means it's actually rigged in your favor, and we have the cheat code right in front of us, sometimes realizing the truth can feel a little prickly because there have been times in my life, especially in dating, when I would continuously attract men on the apps in real life that when I said, hey, what are you looking for? Their response consistently, man after man, was, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just seeing what's out there. I just want to get to know myself. I'm just coming out of a breakup. I'm still in a relationship, and we don't know where it's going. After a while, I had to, I had to take a step back and look and say, okay, not a single man in the past however many months or years has been willing to or desiring to commit. What's happening here? Because there's a clear pattern that I'm seeing. So what is that? What can that show me about what's happening internally for me? And so the question I want to give you is ask, what are my current results? What are my current results in dating and love? And what might this mean about how I relate to myself? Now, you can use this question if you love your current results, like if you are blissfully single and you're like, I, this is my period of reclamation, you can use it there. But I really encourage you to use it if you are not fond of your results. So if you don't like what's happening in your dating and love life, really take a step back. What are my current results? What kinds of men am I attracting? How do I feel when I go on dates? How do I feel about communicating? How do I feel about how these men are treating me? How do I feel after the date? What are my current results and what might this mean about how I relate to myself? So let's go back to the example in my life. When I was in this period of attracting one non-committal man after the next when I was dating in New York City, when I finally realized what the mirror principle was and the fact that it was very clearly playing out in my life, I had to really come to terms with myself and see all the places that I was being non-committal with myself. And listen, it was a doozy because there was no part of me at that time that wanted to think that I was the cause of any of the woes in my dating life. Clearly it was the men, it was him. He's afraid of commitment, he's not ready. Whatever excuse I wanted to use, after a while it just wasn't cutting it because it was clear that I was the common denominator in all of these dating scenarios. 
So what might this mean about how I relate to myself? If you consistently get ghosted where men just fall off the face of the earth in the middle of communication with you, whether it's on the apps or you've actually gone on a date with them, where in your life might you be ghosting yourself? In other words, where might you be in avoidance? Where might you be hiding from yourself or hiding from your feelings, hiding from something that you feel really afraid of? Where might you be dipping out on yourself when things get hard and fleeing the scene because the feelings and the reality is too hard to confront? So if we're consistently attracting people into our lives who ghost us, who drop the ball in communication, who are sporadic in communication, who text us a lot and then disappear and then come back and text us a lot and then disappear, where might you be showing up to yourself like that in relation to yourself? Now, if you're attracting men who aren't ready for commitment, don't want to commit, are just getting out of a relationship, are long distance, are unavailable in some other way, they're going through a divorce, they're with somebody else, they're not really sharing their relationship status, they're not trying to make it official and boo you up. If that is the pattern, then you might ask, where am I not fully committing to myself? Is there a place inside of me that I don't feel committed to? So you might say something like, um, all right, is there a part of you that you're not committed to? Is it Uh, a non-commitment to really feeling your feelings? Is it a non-commitment to really looking inward and seeing how you could be the common denominator of the results in your dating and love life? Now, let's take this other example. So let's say you want a man who's emotionally available and who loves you unconditionally for who you are. However, that is not what you've been attracting. Like, not by any means... Or you are attracting that, but the relationship never seems to last, right? So say that's your desire. First, what I would have you do, if you know that that's your desire, which if you're here, I'm sure it is, I would have you define what emotional availability means to you. It's so easy to say, ah, I want somebody who's emotionally available. But what does that mean? Many of us have different ways of defining that. So does emotional availability mean that he's going to sit and listen to everything you share and not judge you? Does emotional availability mean that he's willing to show up and have vulnerable and challenging conversations? Does emotional availability mean that he's willing to reveal some of his own feelings? Does it mean that he uh, non-judgmentally welcomes your feelings? What does emotional availability mean to you if you're saying you want to attract and be with an emotionally available man? Don't be vague on this one. And then whatever this means for you in terms of how a man would show up for you, start to treat yourself that way. Become that emotionally available partner to yourself. That is literally the only thing you have to do, I promise you. And if you just do that one thing and forget about all of the other things that you think you need to do or change your hair, your body shape, your job, your bank account, your face, none of it matters. The way that you being the partner to yourself that you're seeking in a man matters. That is the one thing that will get you the result that you want. Everything else can be a cherry on top. So 
Start being that way with yourself and then journal out the places where you have a hard time loving yourself unconditionally. Start to look for the places where you're not showing up as the partner to yourself that you say you want in a man. And I, I tell you, when I did this, because this was this is my story through and through, I was journaling out one day my list. I mean, women, we all have a list of the things we want in a man, of our partner, of what our relationship's going to be, of how we want to be treated, of the things we're going to do, the places we're going to travel. I journaled out that list one day. I was living in Brooklyn, New York. I don't know. It was like 2017 or 2018, something like this. And I started journaling and I journaled, I want a man to love me unconditionally to hold me in all of my emotions, my anger, my sadness, my grief, my joy, my excitement, and remain steadfastly there with me, remain present with me, not get scared by my anger, not be turned off by my sadness, not be, you know, like turned away by my crying and my emotional expression. And when I journaled that point, I was like, oh shit. I don't show up that way with myself, yet here I am expecting a man to show up and be like, yeah, babe, come at me with your anger. Show me your sadness. I love you. Give it all to me. I I was one foot out the door with myself. So how could I expect a man to be both feet in with me? I wasn't emotionally available to myself because all I did was push down my anger distract myself from my sadness and the only emotions that were acceptable for me to feel in my mind was joy and happiness, neutrality, and then maybe sadness once in a while. So if you find that you are avoiding your emotions or you're avoiding the fear that you feel about not meeting him, something not working out, him not being available, having kids in a family, Really go into that and sit with it. And I know it feels scary as fuck sometimes. Trust me, I know. And the level of liberation that you experience when you are just honest. Like, damn, I feel really scared that I'm not going to meet him. I feel really scared that the guy I'm dating, it's too good to be true and that he's going to leave. I feel really scared that I'm never going to meet somebody who I actually feel genuinely attracted to and that I'd want to spend my life with. And I don't know what to do with that feeling. I don't know how to hold that. It feels like too much. Just get really honest about it because that in and of itself is emotional availability. And the more you're in the practice of that, the more you welcome men into your life who are showing up as emotionally available, who want to know these deep thoughts and feelings and fears and dreams and aspirations that you have. This is the mirror principle. If we are doing the inner work inside of us, we will naturally attract that outside of us. It is a guarantee. This is a universal law. This is not a chance game. So don't take chances not doing this and take all of the exquisite risk in the world to really get open, honest, and clear with yourself. All right. So the other thing that I want to say on this is Really look at the places where you have a hard time loving and seeing yourself. And again, it could be the fact that you're still single and that feels really troubling for you. It could be, um, for me, for a long time, 
the places where I had a challenge loving myself was body image, the condition of my skin, um, my finances. I had a really hard time looking at some of the circumstances in my life and being like, you know what, girl, I love you anyway, and I believe in you. I was looking for all of these things outside of myself to validate that I was good enough, that I was worthy, that I was deserving of love. And then I would show up in dating and relationships with the energy of, I need to prove myself to you. I need to earn your love. So I got to be a good girl and show you that I can do what needs to be done to attract you, number one, and to keep you, number two. When we, surprise, (laughs) when we show up with that energy, I have to put it simply, it's repulsive. A mature, emotionally available man is not going to want someone who is needy. And I, I don't say this to the extent that like we can't have needs. But an emotionally available, grounded, masculine, mature man who has a vision for his life, who takes leadership, is typically attracted to a woman who is grounded in herself and who has the ability to assure herself. It doesn't mean she feels confident all the time. It doesn't mean she has it all figured out. It does not mean she's perfect. We all have our stuff. But what attracts the kinds of men that are doing the inner work, that are emotionally mature, emotionally available, emotionally intelligent, is a woman who is a match for that. So our job as women, and my invitation to you, if you're a woman who's watching this, is be willing to go on the journey to assure yourself, to remind yourself that you are worthy of love, that you are deserving of love, that you don't have to work hard for it, that you don't have to earn it, and that even if it goes away, even if the relationship ends, even if he ends up ghosting or not committing, that you got you no matter what, that you have your own back unapologetically, because that is the only way you're going to open your heart. If you do not feel safe within yourself, because you know that if shit goes sideways with this guy, you're going to dip out with him and you're going to abandon yourself the way you felt abandoned by him, you are not going to open your heart, which means you're going to miss out on all of the men that would actually hold your heart with such gentleness, such love, such adoration, because you will be completely off their radar. You will not appear to them. And when you do that beautiful inner inquiry, inner exploration and inner work to really be with what's genuine for you and what feels true for you, even if it's fear, even if it's insecurity, even if it's doubt, you will start to attract men who are genuinely interested. That's the game. That's it. And it's rigged in your favor because the universe, God, source, whatever you believe in, is just showing you the way to deeper self-love at every turn. And sometimes it feels excruciating because we get ghosted or a man doesn't commit. Sometimes it feels very painful. But when we see those those opportunities as a way to come into deeper alignment, deeper self-trust, deeper self-honoring, the choosing of self, the loving of self, no matter what, not as long as, As long as I look this way, as long as this man is in my life, as long as my skin looks good, as long as my booty looks nice. If you're an as long as woman with yourself, you will never feel safe. You will never feel safe to trust, to open your heart, 
to him because you don't feel safe to trust and open your heart with yourself because there's conditionality. When you are a no matter what woman, and it's like no matter what, no matter what the bank account looks like, no matter what the job looks like, no matter what my body looks like, my skin looks like, my hair looks like, my relationship status, my family relationships, no matter what, I got you. When you are that woman with yourself, just a pause. Just a really silent pause. Facts. That's right, Bernita. (laughs) So good to see you. What can I even say about it? When you're that woman with yourself, everything, everything is there for you. That's when you come into a deep trust of yourself because you have a deep trust in God, source, the universe, whomever. Because you know that you are never going to betray yourself, abandon yourself, step out on yourself, ghost yourself, not commit to yourself the way you're afraid of men doing. And when you get so like clean and clear in your energy with yourself, the men who show up that way, who do ghost, who aren't ready for commitment, they're going to relieve themselves. They're going to release themselves from your field because this whole thing is about energy. This is the mirror principle. Now, the men who ghost and the men who are noncommittal, you're not going to appear on their radar. You're going to start appearing on the radar of the men who show up in their lives the way you show up in yours. So if you're showing up with yourself as the no matter what woman, you are naturally going to attract no matter what men. You're going to stop attracting as long as men. As long as she puts out. As long as she looks hot. As long as she stays interesting, as long as I don't have this other woman sliding into my DMs, whatever, whatever. All you have to do is be a no matter what woman with yourself. And when the stickiness comes up, when the insecurity comes up, the doubts, the fears, be with it no matter what. Being no matter what, like I said, does not mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean you don't have fears. It doesn't mean you don't have doubts. You have all of it. That's what makes you a beautiful, dynamic multi-dimensional woman. And when you own that, that is when you like you experience your own gold, your own magic. Like imagine what it would feel like that even in the face of challenge and adversity, someone ghosts you, falls off the face of the earth, someone changes their mind about wanting to commit to you. You were really there for yourself. You allowed yourself to feel all your feelings. You cried. You grieved. You leaned on the support of girlfriends, of coaches, of therapists, of mentors. You listened to talks on YouTube that really supported you. Imagine if you were that resourceful and that steadfast with yourself. And you really allowed yourself to be in that experience. Imagine the level of trust and safety you would feel. And if you've never tried this before, then allow my words to be an invitation into that. Even if you're like, Lee, that sounds crazy. I don't know how I can do that. Just let my words plant a seed. Even if it seems impossible, let them bring you into a possibility of how you can show up for yourself. Does not matter what your past relationships have looked like, 
how all the other men have treated you, what your parents' relationship was like, what kind of childhood traumatic experiences you've experienced. All of that has its place, and I honor all of it. And how you show up for yourself right now in this present moment is completely your choice. All right. The other thing I want to say here is that, listen, in this process, our inner critic is going to come up. I tell you, I have a inner bitch in me that is fierce and spicy and judgmental. And sometimes she's nasty. Like she says some nasty shit about myself, about other people. And I don't like it. Sometimes I think that I'm her and I mistake. I have a case of mistaken identity. We all have an inner critic, an inner bitch, an inner judge. Typically, this part of us is there to keep us safe. But when she comes up, when that inner critic comes up that says, you can't have that. Look at how that last guy treated you. You think you can do better? Look at this belly roll. You got to lose 10 pounds. You got to get that booty bigger. You got to clear your skin. You got to make more money. You got to be more this or that. When that version of you comes up, this is what I want you to do. Love the shit out of her. Make her your best girlfriend. And when she makes an appearance, because she will, and she will roll out a fucking red carpet for herself, you say, hey, babe, go ahead. Walk on that red carpet like a catwalk and then come sit down. Let's talk. Treat her like that. Really treat her like that. Like she is a star, like she's an esteemed guest. Because when you treat your inner critic that way, without letting her run the show, this is the key. She's not making decisions, but she is getting, she's getting her flowers. She's getting acknowledgement. She's, she's uh, getting permission to be sassy and bitchy and all the things she is. When you give her permission to be that way without letting her run the show, she's going to tell you everything she thinks and why. And she's going to let you know why she's trying to keep you safe from really opening your heart to a man, from really putting yourself out there, from going on that next date, from telling that man you're low key into him and you want commitment. But if you push away the inner critic, she will act out regardless and it's going to be unconscious. And then it's going to come out as you judging yourself and sabotaging the dynamic of you judging him and pushing him away, of you judging your body, your past, your level of experience, all the things. We want to bring these unconscious parts of us into awareness. We don't want them operating back here somewhere. We want them right where we can see them. So. Love that inner critic because when you do, she's going to have a need to be less prickly. She's going to know you're listening. She's going to know you hear her and that she has a space to exist. And isn't that what we all want? I want a space to exist. I want to feel like I belong. I want to feel like my voice is valuable. I want to feel like my feelings and emotions and thoughts matter. So does she. So does your inner little girl. So does your inner teenager. So does your inner boss babe. So does your inner scared little child. They all want a place to be present with you. And it's your job, beautiful, empowered woman on the other side of the screen to give her that place because only then are you going to feel whole and right and aligned within yourself. You're going to feel confident. You're going to feel unstoppable. You're going to feel like the bad bitch that you are. And then that's when you attract men who honor and cherish you and who also see themselves through eyes of love and acceptance and presence. 
All right. So that was the inner work. If you're just joining, what I started this with was to eliminate ghosters and non-committal men from our dating life, from our field of experience for good. There's one thing. That's the mirror principle. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. That's just how it goes. That's the game. The game is rigged in your favor because God, the universe source is only giving us opportunities to come into deeper love, alignment, and trust within ourselves. There's two parts of this, the inner work, which I just talked about, and then the outer expression. Okay. So now let's get boots on the ground. Let's get tactical, practical, because sometimes you are going to have somebody slide into your DMs and then ghost you or be noncommittal or say they don't want anything serious. How do we deal with it? So now that you have done the inner work, which will always continue, it's not a one and done type of thing. The other key to clearing ghosters and non-committal men from your life is to not be one when you're dating a man you're not into. Let me put that another way. Don't be a ghoster. Don't be non-committal. When you are dating and there's someone you're not into, they lose your interest, you match with somebody on the apps and you're talking and all of a sudden, not your thing, or maybe you go on a date with him and you're just not into him, it turns out, do not ghost him. Do not ghost him. Do not do the slow fade where you avoid confrontation, avoid conflict because you don't want to hurt his feelings. Baby, it's not about not hurting his feelings. It's about not having the courage to address it head on. And this is not a slight. I'm only saying this because I have ghosted people. I've done the slow fade out. I've lied. I've been dishonest. And when we put that out into the world and when we treat people that way, guess what we're going to attract back? Ghosters, people who don't want to commit, people who are dishonest with us. If you want to clear that energy from your field and from your life, do not be that energy in the world. Be willing to confront and honestly share when something's not working for you or that you're not actually interested. So have the courage to share how you feel in a kind way. We always get back what we give. So if you don't want men ghosting you, doing the slow fade, stringing you along, leading you on, which fucking sucks to be honest, then take the lead and be the kind of woman who ends a dating dynamic with dignity. End the dating dynamic with dignity. Date with dignity. And have values and boundaries and standards for yourself about how you're going to operate and what's not acceptable. If you don't want to be ghosted and it's not acceptable for a man to do that to you, then do not do that to a man. They're humans. They have feelings. And just short of somebody saying something extremely rude to you, where you just decide to block them altogether, which in that case, totally fine. Be real. So let me tell you, let me share with you how this can sound in practice. So you go on a date, you're not interested. You may say to him, hey, I want to be honest. I'm not feeling the spark here the way I'd need to, to take this further. I appreciate the conversation we've had, but I want to respect your time and I want to respect mine. So I'm going to go ahead and end the dating dynamic here. I'm wishing you all the best. Your woman is definitely out there and I hope you find her. Oh, I wrote this and even just reading it to you right now, I'm like, oh my God, if somebody closed a dating dynamic with me like that, I would adore him. I would adore the shit out of this man because of the integrity with which he communicates and carries himself and treats other people. 
And I get chills just reading it because there's so much dignity in that. There's so much thoughtfulness and consideration of your own needs and desires and the other person. And that, like, you just feel so good when you communicate like that. You feel so good when you treat other people that way. And then you attract it into your life. It's easy. It's that easy. So write that down and take it and use it. Now, the principle is simple here. Treat others the way you want to be treated. That's it. Super duper simple. And sometimes that's going to mean confronting hard emotions inside of you when you are afraid to hurt somebody's feelings, when you're afraid of confrontation. Again, be emotionally available to yourself and sit with the challenging feelings and then go forth and do the hard thing anyway. You will be so proud you did and do it with no expectation as to how he's going to respond. He could write back and say, go fuck yourself. And you'd be like, okay, well, this is over. Thank you. He could also say, hey, thank you so much for being this honest with me. I really respect you and I'm wishing you all the best too. Regardless of how he replies, not your business. Choose your values and standards and way of operating and honor it. Because when you're a woman of integrity, you attract men of integrity. All right. Now, if someone has flat out ghosted you, let's talk about what to do there. If someone has flat out ghosted you or is doing the slow fade where they withdraw, they pull away, they get distant, they're not sharing why, and they're being weird or inconsistent in their communication, here are a few ways you can address that. Now, if someone has ghosted you, surely you can just let yourself be ghosted and just close the loop for yourself. That's totally fine. Doesn't usually feel very satisfying, feels kind of infuriating. I would get pissed off when people would do that to me. But you can say a number of things. I'm going to give you two things that you can say. One, <laughs> hey, it seemed like we had a good flow going, but then you disappeared. What happened? Very simple. Hey, it seemed like we were really connected. Hey, it seemed like you also had fun on that date. And then you disappeared. What happened? Now, he could keep ghosting you and not say anything, but this is not for him. This is not for him. None of this is for him. It's all for you. The, the beautiful thing about this is that you are self-honoring. Hey, here's what I witnessed. I observed that we had a good flow going, but then you disappeared. What happened? You're calling him forth. And if he's a man that is ready to be called forth and step into a greater level of integrity, because it's not kind when we ghost people, then there's an opportunity to build intimacy in a challenging conversation, in a challenging situation. And you're also showing yourself, you're showing the universe, you're showing him that, listen, this doesn't fly. You're not, you know, projecting anger or frustration at him, but you're simply asking, what happened? You disappeared. What happened? When we show ourselves that that's not behavior that we're going to accept and we are going to inquire about it, then we build deeper trust with ourselves because we're not just going to allow these kinds of things to happen without speaking up. Because how many times have you, as a woman, had a boundary crossed, had a need go unmet, had, some, had somebody say something really out of line, and then you didn't say anything about it? You didn't honor the boundary. You didn't speak up because you felt scared, you didn't want to rock the boat, you didn't want confrontation. And when that happens, when we don't speak up about these things, we break trust with ourselves. This is a way to keep trust with yourself intact. 
And again, don't expect him to reply. If he ghosted you already, he may never respond. However, this is for you. So now you may also say, hey, it seemed like we had a good flow going, but then you disappeared. I'm going to close this thread because I value my time and energy. So you are closing the loop on the dating dynamic. And you're saying like, hey, we had something good going, it seemed, but I'm going to close this now because I really value my time and energy. Again, you're not projecting any frustration or anger onto him, but you're, you, you're, you have a clear standard and, and line with yourself and with how you're treated. And you ensure that this is the signal that you're putting out into the world. Yeah, McCole, I love that you're going to use that. Hopefully you won't have to use this, honestly, but if you do keep it in your back pocket. So now let's talk about for the man who doesn't want to commit. First of all, let me say this. Before things start to get serious, emotionally, sexually, or otherwise, ask him, be willing to ask, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a casual dynamic or deeper commitment? Do not be afraid to ask a man what he's looking for. You may choose the time that feels appropriate for you to ask. For some women, it's on the dating apps before they meet the man in real life because they don't want to meet a man that isn't ready for commitment. For some women, they go on a few dates before they ask this question, but do not be afraid to ask a man what he's looking for and sit in the silence while he answers. Do not jump in, do not appease, and do not change what you want if he's not looking for the same thing just because he's hot, has a good job, looks good on paper, has a banging body. Because <laughs> listen, I've done all those things. I have done all of those things. So be willing to ask, what are you looking for? so that you know, and you can be on the same page. And if you're not looking for anything serious and he's not looking for anything serious, great, win. If you're looking for something serious and he's not, then there is not a fit. Do not make concessions, do not try and justify, do not think in your mind, well, if I just show him how good I am, then maybe he'll wanna commit. Because I've also done that, and I've tried to turn a man out and be the one, be the woman who shows him that commitment is great, that I can be the one to change his mind or change how he feels, or I can be the one to turn the bad boy out. I can be the one that makes him become emotionally available. No. Take your beautiful energy and time and take it elsewhere to a man who's ready to commit and, and is willing to do that. Yes. Ugh. And I, I tell you, I think, Vernita, I think ghosting really hit a spike in the pandemic. So really ask what he wants. And if he's inconsistent down the line, say you have this talk straight up at the beginning and he says, yes, I want commitment. And then all of a sudden he changes his step. Then you can come back and say, Hey, you shared that you were interested in commitment. I'm curious what changed for you. Again, you're not projecting anxiety or anything onto him. You're saying, that's, that's interesting. You said you wanted one thing. Now you want another. What changed? What shifted for you? And you might say, like, I'd like to be aware if there was anything that I did that shifted that. Otherwise, know that your words count for something and the inconsistency in your words and actions have an impact because I'm looking for commitment. And if that's not what you want, then it's best that we end the dynamic here. So again, you are signaling to yourself in the universe, like one, that you're willing to have the conversation about commitment 
And two, if someone changes their step on you, that that's not what you're available for. You don't have to project anything at them, but cool. Okay. Something shifted. Doesn't feel good, but you know, I'm not going to try and change your mind. So let's end the dynamic here because I want to spend my time and energy with someone who is willing to commit. Wish you all the best. You want to send that signal to the universe that you are not available for things that do not meet your standards. So one, have standards, decide what they are, and two, honor them. All right. Now, for someone who's inconsistent in their communication, say they're hot and cold, they love bomb you, they're there, they're texting you all the time, you're seeing each other all the time, and then they fall off the face of the earth, you might say something like, hey, I really value consistency when I'm connecting with someone or when I'm dating someone. I notice that we'll go for days texting nonstop, but then we go for days or weeks of radio silence. That doesn't actually work for me. So if you want to stay connected, let's find a way of communicating that works for both of us. Oh my God, so much dignity in that. Because what you're signaling here is, one, you have a value of consistency. And that value is not being honored. And so you're making an observation. I noticed that we go days or weeks without texting. And that doesn't actually work for me. So if we want to keep doing what we're doing here, and if you want to keep the privilege of having access to my energy and my time and my open heart, then we're going to have to find something that works for us. That is such a stance of self-confidence and self-honoring. It's not, it's not fuck you. It's not, you know, I'm not saying this in a sort of egotistical way. It's like, yo, I know what I'm here for and what I'm not here for. Here's what it is. If you want to be here for this too, let's tango. If not, let's find other dance partners. All right. So let me give you some actionable takeaways from today. So here are the questions I want you to ask. And before I do that, let me just give a quick recap for those who just joined. We're talking about how to completely clear your life of men who ghost, men who don't commit, men who are hot and cold. And there is one principle in your life that if you guide your life by this principle, will make this so much easier for you. You will clear this from your field. That is the mirror principle. Whatever you see in your reality in the world outside of you is a direct reflection of your internal world. Definitely, definitely cause for fireworks and celebration. Perfectly timed Instagram. So there are two ways to really honor that. There's the inner work that you do, which means you become the partner to yourself that you want a man to be to you. That is the mirror principle. And then there's the outer expression. So when this does show up for you, somebody who ghosts, somebody who doesn't commit, I gave you some very clear ways to communicate with that person. So if you missed it, go back and watch the replay. I'll repost this. Now, here are the questions I want you to ask yourself after today. What are my current results in my dating and love life? And what does this mean about how I relate to myself? If you do not like the results in your dating and love life, ask the question, what does that mean about how I relate to myself? If you're attracting emotionally unavailable men, men who don't want to commit, men who are hot and cold in their energy, men who ghost you, is there something happening internally where you are non-committal with yourself, where you are emotionally unavailable and unwilling to feel or address or confront some of your feelings? Are there places where you avoid yourself, where you avoid seeing things, feeling fears? Are there places where you're not fully committed? Because when you get into right relationship with yourself and you treat yourself the way you want a partner to treat you, 
you will completely eliminate men who mistreat you from your life. And you will attract men who want to cherish you, adore you, who are showing up as fully committed, who have integrity. And then the next question is, what results do I actually want? What do I want? If I don't want what I'm currently creating, what do I want? If I want a man who's emotionally available and who loves me unconditionally for who I am, be that boo to yourself. Be your very best partner. When I did that one thing and I really committed to it, I met Ani, my partner, in three weeks. Three weeks. Now, I've been doing a lot of inner work before that, but I want to make it so simple for you. You don't have to read all the books and do this thing and this thing and that thing and like drive yourself crazy thinking you got to fix yourself forever and ever. You don't because you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. For real. Just show up with the willingness to treat yourself as your best partner every day. And sometimes that means you're going to have a bad day. But you know what? Show up and love yourself through it anyway. So that's, that's what this is all about. That is the one thing that if you just do that one thing, will clear everything up for you. Because I know what you want more than anything else, if you're here and you're a woman, is to either attract a man who is fully fucking committed. He is both feet in, dive, diving head first, ready to get to know you, to cherish you, to adore you. And if you're dating someone where you want to deepen into commitment with them because it's kind of casual, then you want that with him. And that's what I want for you because let me just speak from personal experience. There is nothing in this world better than being with a partner where you feel like you can truly be yourself. I did not know what love was until I met Ani. I cannot even tell you the way my partner has guided me to loving myself more deeply and more deeply, to accepting myself more and more in my hardest moments when I was struggling in my business, when I had breakouts all over my face and didn't want to look at myself in the mirror, when I was in an argument with my mother. The way this man has shown me back to love and to accepting all parts of myself is the greatest gift I could ever ask for. Now imagine you showed up with yourself like that and no matter what the fuck was happening in your life, your finances, a man that ghosted you, a man that did this, your past partner, blah, 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 blah. Imagine that no matter what was happening, your posture and your stance with, with yourself was, girl, I got you. I know that hurts. I know it wasn't cool what he did. I know you don't like this pattern that you play out, but I got you. I got you, I got you, I got you, no matter what. Imagine how you would feel, really take a moment to feel that. Would you not be fucking magnetic? And let me just say this, I know you're already attractive. I have no doubt in the world whether I know you personally or not. You're a fucking gem, you're a gift. Any man would be so lucky to have you. You have to feel that way about yourself first if you want to call that man in. And it doesn't mean you have to get there before you can do it. I still had a lot of work to do when I met Ani. But I had done enough to attract him. And I want to share with you that this is what's on offer. 
Like imagine that life where you're traveling the world with your partner, where you're laying on the couch on Saturday night, just in your sweats and PJs and doing movie night, where you feel so deeply seen and adored. He comes home with flowers for you when you're having a hard day. He draws a bath when you're on your period. Like he really cherishes you. That's what's on offer. And that's what we teach you how to create inside our mentorship program. And I want to invite you to that. I want to invite you to apply if what you received today was really valuable. And if you know that the way I'm talking about this really resonates for you, because listen, how I share things does not, it's not for everybody. But if you are a woman who is willing to take radical ownership of her life, because you've probably tried it the other ways. You've tried blaming it on other people. You've tried making yourself wrong and judging yourself. And quite frankly, you realize it just doesn't fucking work. And you're like, yo, I want to get into a real right relationship with myself. I want to feel what it feels like to be in an unshakable relationship with myself. If that's what you're out to create, then I really urge you to apply for our mentorship program. Because what's on offer when you show up as that woman to yourself, that no matter what woman, is you attract into your life no matter what men. That man that's literally going to say to you, look to you eye to eye when you're having a hard time with something, and he's going to look in your eye, he's going to say, baby, I got you. You're not alone. I'm here for you. I love you. We're doing this together. We're in this together. You don't have to do this alone anymore. I've had Ani say that to me so many times, and I could cry. Honestly, I could cry right now just thinking about it. To feel like I'm not alone anymore, as, as a very independent woman who has had to fucking do this whole thing herself, that's how it's felt, right? If you're sitting on the other side of the screen and you know that you're a woman who's very self-directed and self-led, and it's felt like you've had to do it on your own, imagine what it would be like to have a man that like wraps his arm around you and says, I got you, baby. Like, break down into me, fall into me. That's what we wanna help you create. We wanna help you create that unbreakable relationship with yourself. And when you do that, you become so fucking magnetic to men who are gonna show up for you like that. And I'll just let the results speak for themselves. We have women inside our mentorship program right now who have attracted their partners who say these things to them. One woman, two women did it in three weeks. A few of the other women did it in a month and a half, three months. That's no time. That is no time. And now we have women in the program who are in conversation about getting married, who are traveling the world with their partners, who feel more seen and valued and heard than ever before in their lives. What would that be worth? And when I think about what that's like in my life, I am living my best fucking life right now because Ani is in it, you know, and I was living a really fucking good life before him, which is why I attracted him. And now we do it together. One plus one does not equal two. One plus one equals 11 and beyond. We are force multipliers. What I want more than anything for you is for you to attract a man who brings out the best in you and you bring out the best in him. No matter what your past has looked like, what your past partners have been, what your childhood was like, how many books you've read, how many men have ghosted you, that's possible for you. And really 
let me plant a seed right now. Really let me in. I invite you, if it feels okay to open your heart right now, let that thought in and assess the fact that it's possible and try to see it for yourself. So if anything I'm saying is resonating and you're like, yo, Lee is spitting game right now, then DM me on Instagram here with the words aligned attraction. I will send you the details for this mentorship program and I will let you know how to apply. I will say that we're closing enrollment in four days. So if you're like, yo, I want this result, then now's the time to apply because I don't know when we're opening doors again in all honesty. So DM me with aligned attraction and I will send you all the info you need. We're only opening a few spots, so definitely snag this while it's hot, get in here. And I tell you that you will be mentored and supported and loved inside this mentorship program by not one, but two master intimacy coaches, Ani and myself. So you're gonna be mentored by a man, a woman, and a man and a woman who are a couple. A very, very unique experience. And you're gonna be surrounded by a full hype squad of women who are on this journey with you, who are cheering you on every step of the way. We're gonna teach you all the fundamentals you need to know about dating, communication, deepening commitment, being in a relationship, navigating sexuality, like we cover everything inside this mentorship program so that you can be successful in the fastest amount of time possible and so that you can have so much fun and be yourself while doing it. This is all about authenticity. We want to see you inside. We would be so excited to support you. All right. So let me tell you what we're going to be talking about on live tomorrow. Um, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I am going to be talking about feminine communication that inspires his commitment. Because listen, here's the truth. You cannot get a man to commit. That is not how this works. He will not be forced. But when you show up in the way that I'm going to teach you about tomorrow, and when you communicate from this place of feminine energy, which is very empowered, by the way, and very powerful, you can inspire a good, high-quality man's commitment. He will want to commit to you. All right, so that's for tomorrow. If you have any questions that you want answered on the last day of this series, I'm gonna do a live Q&A. So DM me with your questions. I'd love to answer them. I'd love to support you. And then last time, if you know you wanna be in our mentorship program, DM me with aligned attraction. That's how I'm gonna to know to send you the details. We're closing enrollment in three After that, we don't know when we're opening again. So send me a DM. Love you, long time, my sweet, precious human on the other side, and I will see you tomorrow.